Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy the boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. Barry the Boater and even Captain Rusty rounding out the crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information. So, uh, uh, you know, we haven't talked to Rusty in a bit, so I guess we should go to him first. No. No? Wait, you want to go first? (laughs) Last segment. We we dedicate the last five minutes of the show to Rusty. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. Just and you may be rusty if you haven't spoken to Rusty. Oh, yes. <laughs> Leave it to Barry the Boater to do an awful, uh, you know, pun kind of thing or whatever. What would that You're be? Why, why is it that people who totally diss the show, people who take part in the show, who then totally diss the show and don't show up, you give them prime spot? Why is that? Wait, Rusty hadn't dished the show. Why, when did he dish the show? You, you didn't see all the stuff he posted on Facebook? Of course not. I, I blocked him out years ago. I'm telling you. But go ahead. It's your, it's Wait, your, what, what did you say you're, about you're, the show, You're, you're holding the buttons and everything. You weren't saying that about the world of boating. You were saying it about, uh, what, some other boat show or something? Is that what you mean? Yeah? I'm giving you an opportunity to save yourself. I, I, I have no idea what... what, what. What's reference? I, I posted a picture of a snake last week. Oh, uh, a bikini, that. <laughs> a bikini uh, girl yeah, at exactly. the Surf Expo. Uh, you know, typical Rusty post. Is Deep nothing. state, Greg. All these pictures Rusty posts are shots at us. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If those shots include the models from the Surf Expo, God bless them. Yeah, that's all I can say. He's been he's been a good little doobie in my eyes. Greg, he doesn't even go. He posts the same picture every year. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter. Have you seen the pictures? Yeah, they're from that's a quality R and D, my friend. The models are wearing nineteen twenties era beach clothes. You know those those shoulder full, to ankle things. Yeah, yeah, the full length uh, bikinis. Yeah, mm, I don't think so. Burkas, I think they call them. <laughs> mm, they were, uh, I don't know, they were more like uh, see-through curtains to me, and uh, Papa-like. But anyway, enough uh, creepiness. Um, I, we got more, well, actually, there's not enough. Got less here. now. Okay. All right. But but that's what you were doing this week. You were in Orlando for the Surf I, I, Expo? I did. I, I went yeah. to Orlando for the Surf Expo. It was, I, actually, I needed to go because I, 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 I'm learning about wake surfing. Yeah, that's why you went. It's because so much has changed in the bikini industry since last six months ago when the last Surf Expo took place. Maybe the the straps have gotten thinner. Well, I did notice that girls were wearing more jean shorts and hats, and that was there. There was a girl in line getting a hot dog wearing a thong, which I thought, this is odd, but there again, it's a Surf Expo, so it wasn't. But Yeah. So you weren't complaining. I wasn't. I was just observing yeah and, and but but when you asked for a hot dog and said something about the the bun i'm yeah, sure that yeah. sounds like a scuba cowboy moment sounds, sounds like a scuba cowboy song waiting to happen <laughs> good thing string bikinis and hot dogs you know I, and the, buns. Mm-hmm. I didn't take a picture of so i wasn't that creepy guy <laughs> here's the difference this if year I take, if i take my if i take my big camera my professional camera yeah you know the 
then they will pose and they will they will turn to you and they will smile. If I pull out my cell phone and take a picture, it's like oh the creepy guy's taking pictures. Of ah, okay. hey, you know what? If you if you wave a twenty, they'll they'll, they'll smile and, and pose too. That's probably true. I don't think that's accurate, but that's a good tip to keep in mind. So it is. Know, bring a camera with no film in it, and you'll. No, no, professional cameras. So no you need one like uses a big, film anymore. You, you need a big nut. Well, a digital Nicon. Right, but you don't the, need any film in it. Is tel- or anything. Well, no, because they don't, they don't use work. Film. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 it's SD card, and they're just some huge, insanely big telephoto lens. Like exactly, you, could, you know, shoot the uh, Hubble telescope from. Your position Greg's on gonna, Earth. Greg's going to get a cardboard box and write camera on it and paint it black. <laughs> and you know, for Greg, that would work. Yeah, I don't need a camera. I, I'll take mental pictures just walking up and down Bikini Way. But enough about me. Uh, I mean, other than the bikini styles, you saw jean shorts and uh, it was, stuff it, and hats, you know, but. And, and a lot of this stuff. I've I really, and, and Patrick's right. Uh, in in the past, when I've gone to there, it's been because of Bikini Row, and also looking for articles for Florida by Water. That's been in the past. This year, because we're we're going to try our hand at wake surfing boats. Um, I went for that, and so I'm sure a lot of things that I thought were new and fascinating. We've probably been around for a while, but the the wakeboards or the wake surfboards with the hydrofoil, there was a lot of those people there, and they had conferences on hydrofoil and talks about it. And if you're not sure what that is, that's a little fin that comes down in the water about two or three feet, and when you're riding on the wakeboard, it comes up out of the water, and you're kind of riding up like like you're riding on air. I don't know how to exactly explain it, but that's it seems what to be they're doing popular. instead of the kneeboard stuff now. They got those things that are, uh, that's what people are being pulled? Uh, well, the kneeboard, I, I guess, was a way back. Then there was the wakeboard. Yeah. And then there's the wake surfing. Uh-huh. And so where you, no rope or anything. And now there's this hydrofoil, which is, it really looks almost like a the tail end of an airplane wing, sort right. of, I guess is a good way, that goes down in the water. And literally, there was all kinds of vendors selling those there this year. Yeah, I've seen those uh, I've seen those being used with like kite surfing and stuff, but they're actually pulling yeah. them with boats now like yeah. that too, huh? Yes, so it, it was really okay. really interesting. So that was there. This one, I didn't see as many paddle boards. Of course, I, on a sad note, boat B-O-T-E paddle boards, which is just a major, incredibly popular brand, has this always huge display, and their director of marketing was uh, him and his wife was killed with it by a drunk driver the week before. So mm. they just had a memorial posted in the middle of the, where their booth would have been, uh, but they weren't there. Um, but other than that, the Surf Expo was, it seemed to, I was missing a lot of people I normally see. Um, hmm. There was less surfboards. Usually they have the yoga pool with the yoga boards. That wasn't there. Yeah. Um, with the stand-up paddleboard stuff. Yeah, none of that was actually in in there. There. Well, why do you think that was? So you're saying I, it was a little bit. Uh, are you saying it was actually smaller, or you just saw it? No, uh, I, I think it was set of vendors. I think it was smaller because, in like Hobie, which is always a huge display, they weren't there, uh, as well as some other just you know, thing people that you normally look for, or you know, a GoPro would usually have a big display, all kinds of video stuff. Didn't see any of that. You well, know, Rusty, maybe they'll be there in December. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They're still doing two events a year, right? Right. They'll and still do the December show. The December one primarily has been the larger of the two, correct? Yeah, it has yeah. been. Yeah. So I, th- I think that's what you're seeing is, you know, 
probably looking at budgetary dollars for shows and stuff that um, we're going to hit one. We're not seeing any benefit from hitting both. Uh, and it was always kind of struck me as odd as to why they decided to they started doing two a year. I, I never right. quite understood that. Well, I'm definitely gonna you know gonna go to the one in December, and and I agree. I think I think it's a little overkill to do two, but I also enjoy seeing the people that have great ideas. You know, their startup companies is kind of like their first show that they're coming in to do, and then. The next year they're not there, which is sad, but it's always interesting to see all the all the new invented people that try that try their hands at trying to get in the market. And it, it's a and if you were putting a booth at the Surf Expo, the question you have to ask: What is going to make me stand out in this booth? And I, that if you can figure that out, then you're a genius. Uh, bikini models and hot yeah. dogs <laughs> and hot dogs. Yeah. I have this yeah. necklace that if you fall in the water, it inflates into a life saving collar. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Yeah, but wouldn't wouldn't that then choke you and pos- well yeah we didn't well, think about that even though anecdotally you're you're saying you thought the surf expo seemed a little smaller from your perspective who is we, aunt, we don't know who is aunt dodal and who is yeah, she to quiet. you uh there was still plenty of uh bikinis on display i mean it's the i mean they have more bikini models than any other convention show in the world literally the surf expo it's crazy insane so you didn't see any uh minimization of that i would imagine it, i <laughs> Or you don't know. It, 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 no, it seemed like there was a few less. And actually, you know, sadly to say, uh, the thongs and, and the skimpier bikinis are far less than they used to be. They're more traditional bikinis than, you know, than I've seen in years past. It was a little more conservative. Blame the current administration, Greg. This is what, <laughs> what? happens. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Are, are you complaining? <laughs> Way to be a creeper there, uh, Patrick. Jeez. Just saying. Whatever makes the ladies Good. comfortable, Just that's what I support. Says the guy who travels the world with mermaids and bikinis. Shh. <laughs> Quiet. Somebody has to, right? Yes, exactly. It's a job. You know, just like Tough he was there job. covering the Surf Expo as uh, research and development for How the How form-fitting are those mermaid tails? Um, you know, they have to be able to... Uh, uh-huh. Aerodynamic. Just say they're aerodynamic. No, I'm not going to say anything. I, I, I did say trouble. that they did have the people that make mermaid things there. That's yeah. usually for smaller kids, but well, they that, were there. That market is booming. The mermaid world thing is uh, is kind of nutty. But it, really? Yeah, yeah. It's a booming business. So maybe they'll fill in where those holes were left. You'll find more mermaid <laughs> costumes and stuff. And next thing you know, uh, Captain Rusty will be sporting one for the world of boating. You've been warned. We got more coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast oh my god brian this ship it's it's unbelievable it's even more magnificent than i imagined wrote a note to be back in a minute Bought a boat and I sailed off in it Don't think anybody's gonna miss me anyway I know this thing's gonna sink, but I'm having a good time Come on in, the water's nice Find yourself a little slice Grab a backpack and lines you never know until you try There! Jump onto that mooring rope! When you lose yourself We have to get on that ship! You find the key to paradise This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick, Rusty, and Barry the Boater is even with us today. As we navigate the latest uh, boating news and information, we are uh, on Facebook Live today. Josh has already chimed in. He says, I'm going to try one of those uh, hydro boards. Uh, Rusty, have you done that yourself, by the way? You saw that at the Surf Expo. Have you given those a go? No, I've never actually tried it. The, um, there were several companies, and actually one company, which I thought was pretty innovative, they actually make a an adhesive plate that will go if you have a surfboard or anything like that, that you can actually attach this plate to it and add the um, hydrofoil to don't, an existing board. Don't do it. Well, it's a DIY. Wax on it. Yeah, don't do it. Why? Why, Mr. Surfer? By the way, Bill, what are you doing there, uh, Rusty? I hear all kinds of... Are you trying to you oh, know, oh, uh, do no, one no. of these at the same time while you talk uh, on the show? So, so, so what, what I'm actually doing, if you remember... This is the headphones that I have that's actually got the mic attached to it. Yeah. And so if I'm moving around, then it makes those noises. Quit moving! I will will try to sit still and not move for the next 30 minutes. All right. Yeah, just stay perfectly still and quiet. Okay, so don't don't do this attachment to the bottom of your five or six hundred dollar surfboard, and it's not a wax issue, Barry, because the wax goes on the top of the surfboard, not on the underside. But 
the problem that you run into is surfboards are designed for a specific use and stresses. And I've talked about this on the air before, where growing up in Merritt Island, um, we did what would be known as, as the forerunner of modern day wake surfing, which is we used to hang out in the Barge Canal when there was no surf out at the coast. We'd go to the Barge Canal off Sykes Creek and hang out on our surfboards and wait for the boats coming out of the Sea Ray plant, the ones that were going out to test, come by and put out a large wake, and we would wake surf off of those. Now, that was all well and good. When we got into trouble was when those weren't there, then we would get a buddy's boat and we would have them pull us via a tow rope. Mm -hmm. And the pressure that you're applying to the deck of your surfboard at that point far exceeds the normal amount of pressure that you apply to the deck of the surfboard in a normal surfing condition. So what you would wind up with is the top deck of your surfboard you all of a sudden you would have a lot of these pressure dings, if you will, or indents because the pressure being applied is far greater because of the resistance against the water mm-hmm. than when you're out surfing. So don't do that to your surfboard. This public service announcement brought to you by Patrick. <laughs> just, the just saying. I mean, okay. I, just don't do it. Hey, Patrick, I do have a question. So on on the surf on the wake surf boats. Uh-huh. The, the the motor. It seems like those would be pretty bad for manatees. Is it just me or which? Well, if you hit the, the, the manatee the, with the boat, I'm gonna say yes. Probably bad. no. No, the, the motors turn the opposite way on the Volvo Pintas for the wake surfing. Oh, oh well, the inversion thing or yes. The, well, yeah. Here's the thing. Any any boat. It truly ends. Uh, you know. It, it, well, I was gonna go in any it, boat, yeah. whether stern drive or. Uh, with your your prototypical ski or wakeboard boats, say your Nautiques, your Mumbas and stuff that are uh, shaft drive, are going to be detrimental to a manatee. Um, The fact that the forward-facing drives are exactly that, um, what would come in contact with them first would be the bullet point or the the bullet, uh, the forward part, the nose cone, um, so it'd knock them out be, before it uh, before the prop on a, on a yeah. traditional stern drive. Fine of course, salad. they're going to have either the upper part of the stern drive or the skeg, right. uh, which would uh, cut depending on the uh, how fast they're going before it gets to the prop. Um, either way, it's not good. Yeah, it's going to turn the manatee into a bloody pulp. I think it, uh, it, it, it's. Gonna, but I'm I'm not sure if it would matter if it's facing them or the other way. It's it, still gonna. Yeah, I mean, hurt it, them it's, bad. it's 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 going to be. In fact, I would think that a shaft drive um, would have the potential maybe to do more harm because there's nothing really in front of the prop as the shaft comes through the bottom of the boat it passes through the strut and the cutlass bearing Mm. and then you have a period of the shaft there and then the prop which is going to be a large single screw and then the rudder versus um you know on a typical stern drive you're going to have that forward part of the out drive which doesn't have a prop attached to it that they would hit first forward facing drive would certainly kind of be the opposite but to greg's point any contact with any underwater rotating propeller no matter what engine uh what type of drive 
uh, it has is going to be detrimental to humanity. It's going to lose. Yeah. So, but I don't know if I would use that as a reason to avoid, you know, one of those type of uh, drives. Well, no. The for, the the thing with the forward facing drive with the Volvo Pentas is what's what's happening is law enforcement is cracking down more and more when they see people wake surfing behind a traditional stern drive boat. And the reason is when you go wake surfing to be cool, you are going right off of the swim platform onto your wake surfboard and you're and then you start surfing the wake. Mm-hmm. Now if you fall, the potential of getting hit falling into the prop at that point is, is pretty good. So they are starting to pull people over and cite them and let them know that you, you can't do this. Mm. Now, the forward-facing drives, uh, they have a special designator that goes on the windshield that denotes that it is a forward-facing drive because law enforcement won't pull over, say, straight shaft or V-drive boats because they know the props are well under the hull and they know via that designator that with a forward-facing drive, the props are tucked under the hull as well. Mm. And you're not in danger so of... So safer, you know, the reverse, uh, those reverse drives are better for wakeboarding. Well, that's they're, they're set up for, kind of specifically for that particular market. And okay. un, un, unlike your uh, Nautiques, your Mastercraft, your, your Mumas, whatever, with a straight shaft, a strut, cutlass bearing, rudder, single prop, you can't trim that boat up you know and when you're loading it on a trailer you can't trim anything up out of the water with the forward facing drive of course you still have some trim characteristics that you can engage okay so raising and lowering of the outdrive and the fact that it might you know uh, well quickly make mincemeat of a manatee Uh, that's not a bonus but uh, it's not necessarily a negative is what you're saying I'm done having serious boat conversations with you. When did it start? More coming up. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Rusty, and Barry the Boater. John's on Facebook Live. They're having a uh, boat club party in Pittsburgh today because it's raining. So uh, we appreciate him uh, for you know joining and uh, watching me talk in front of a microphone for, for an hour. Uh, that's their entertainment for their party. It's really hopping. I'm just saying. No, we, we appreciate it regardless, Josh. And hopefully you guys are having a big old time, despite the weather. And it, it is kind of overcast in Orlando today. Yeah, a little bit. But, you know, downer, it, you know, speaking of parties and uh, in reference to you, speaking of party poopers, yeah. um, hilarious. This past week, of course, on uh, the World of Boating Facebook page, worldofboating.com, the uh, venerable and World of Boating news team of one and two. Uh, remember last week we were talking about those illegal Miami uh, charters that uh, the Coast Guard has started cracking down on? I think they wound up busting like nine of these uh, these illegal charters that were happening. Mm. So there has emerged video 
shows the Coast Guard gate crashing. I wouldn't say gate crashing, but that's what the, the headline is. Illegal $9,000 a day Miami charter as revelers sit around in their underwear. Sounds like a day here at the studio. Yeah. $9,000 charter for a day. I better have people walking walking around the boat. Uh, if, you, if you want to check out the video, World of Boating. I'm thinking uh, a, a, a good portion of that $9,000 is not going to operational costs. Would you let me get out the website and the Facebook page I'm just, information, please? I'm pointing please? out the obvious. Yeah. I'm saying. Worldofboating.com, World of Boating Facebook page. Check out the video, and you may see some stuff there that uh, you wouldn't normally see. Um, on to we apologize ar- in advance, by the way. Yeah, not too much. Yeah. You know. uh, on to an article of great interest and uh, great derision from me. Ten reasons why you should marry a sailor. There's Ten. Uh, Only appa- ten? Apparently so. And um, I got to tell you. <laughs> is, that, wait, is this a gas bagger or a stink potter or a combination it, it, of both? It, 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 it does not denote. Okay. All right. Well, we'll uh, dive into that next right here on the World of Boating. Stay close. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. You know, this might be the thing. A boat. Is it hard to take care of a boat? Not a little boat like this. And you have to have your license and you have to have No, nothing. It's like a slide whistle. Anyone could buy one. And think they're dreaming But they'll pitch themselves and squeal And they'll know that it's for real The hour when the ship comes in This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, even Rusty with us as well. And uh, we're going to find out the top ten reasons why it's better to, what, marry or date a sailor? It says marry, which is why I say just don't. All right. So this is something that popped up on The Bachelor this week? It's something that got posted on the World of Boating Facebook page by the two guys that you pay a lot of money to go out and steal news from the internet, one and two, Mm -hmm. Between mm-hmm. mowing your lawn and washing your car, right. um, number one, and I don't think these are in maybe uh, best to worst or worst to best, but number one is a sailor will clean your home with you. I disagree. No, wait, 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 hold on. Yep. A sailor will be clean a your home with house you. cleaner. Why is that? It, it just says from mopping the floor, washing the car, bathing the kids and pets. And also doing the dishes, there are no maids or mothers on board a boat, so sailors have to do all their personal chores and clean up their own mess. Ha! Okay. <laughs> I've been on plenty of boats and yachts, and that is not true. Okay, if you say so. I do say so. All right. Any disagreement in the uh, peanut gallery there? I, I was going to say, my, my son was a sailor, and yeah, that's not true. All right. <laughs> And by the way, the guys out in uh, Facebook uh, Live, they said it's a rag bagger. I said gas bagger. That may be a different, uh, you know, that might be a, a sailboater 
that had Mexican for lunch. Yeah, I think ga- gas bagging was something that you had done to you while you were having a monkey heart put in. Yeah, the Dutch oven kind of stuff. I don't mm. know. But uh, anyway, yeah, so stink potters, rag baggers. So rag baggers are the sailors. So I don't know. Does it make a difference whether they're power I, I, boaters I, I or sailboaters? I call them the get-out-of-my-way boaters. That, that, that's what I refer to sailboats. Okay, but I'm, what I'm wondering is, do you think... I've uh, got places to go! The sailors or the... Stop going to port and starboard. Pick a direction, well, would you? Okay, but uh, are, are <laughs> you... It's tacking. I, I'm wondering if the sailboaters are different than the uh, power boaters when it comes to... You know, being able to clean your house. Well, I, I don't. I don't think so. I, I think that no matter what boat you're on, if you are of a mindset, you're very organized. Then there's a place for everything and everything in its place. I've been on plenty of boats where clearly the people who own the craft were disorganized. Um, That's being and, polite and, and frighteningly so. Uh, things on board that the the best one I remember, Greg, was I went on to this this uh, it was a fifty uh, four foot yacht, mm-hmm. and I get into the cabin, go down below, make my way up into the forward V berth, open up the forward V berth, and there on the forward V berth bed is a dog, and it is staring me dead in the face, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, like I'm almost like afraid to move, like this thing's going to attack me. As it turns out. Um, this was their beloved pet who had passed away, and they had stuffed. Ah. Well, so, was it clean or was it shedding still? Shedding. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's not and, good. and stuffing. Yeah. Uh, number two, a sailor will fix almost anything that gets faulty. Um, I would fix it with duct tape. Yeah, I was going to say I, I would. I would okay. rate that one at fifty percent. All right, at fix is a uh, highly subjective term. Because <laughs> if you're out on the water, you're not tearing it down. You're, you're doing whatever repairs you need to do to get to where you're going. Resourceful. Yeah. You're yeah. MacGyvering it. There okay. you go. We'll go with that one. Uh, number three, a sailor takes proper safety precautions at home and outdoors with the family. Eh. <laughs> Again, I, I, I've seen enough people out on boats do some insane things i don't know if that one is necessarily true what's the day code on those flares yeah exactly hey is it okay to eat this um a sailor is always on time okay oh, never. The, the nature of itself <laughs> and being a sailor is you're never going to be on time it was you, the wind you are never lack of wind Did, remember that movie tommy boy it was broken. The wind was broken. Yeah. Uh, so Insert your joke. This, this here. is a horrible list. I wish Bill was here. A sailor can fight fires. Probably. I, I mean, it's, you got water all around you. There you go. Uh huh. So if you're home and you're not surrounded by water, you're not on your boat. Let, let, let's let's rate this one at uh, true. Okay. Uh, number six: A sailor yes. can give first aid treatment in an emergency. Uh, a, he'll, sew you, he'll sew you up with one of those big, large needles that you use on the uh, on, on the, the on the sail. Yeah, yeah. comes back, and, to, and that's where the duct tape, tape and super glue yeah. comes in. Right. Uh, we'll rate that one true. Seven. A sailor can paint your home. I have no idea what that has to do with boating. <laughs> Moving on to number eight. A sailor is not shy of doing any kind of work. Moving on to number nine. Hmm. <laughs> a sailor wears the uniform. Yeah. Right. No Here. shorts. <laughs> or all you have to do is 
we have to have Greg do a photo spread of what he feels a boater wears, and that will set the standard. Hmm. Well, it involve a cape and a mask. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And number 10, the most important thing is that a sailor will stick with you through thick and thin. Um, now, you're probably going to be the first one tossed overboard. Well, <laughs> or, yeah. staying on. Well, I was going to say, yeah, you really don't have a way to escape on a boat. But, of course, yeah, you could just chuck them overboard. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the captain. Got to go. Yeah. I, I, you got to go. I've had enough of your nonsense. You're out of here. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, if you look at it like they wouldn't, if the sailor falls in that category of not a murderer, then maybe they would be a pretty good uh, uh, choice as a spouse. <laughs> okay. The bar's pretty low, obviously, on this list. Hey, Rusty. Yep. Uh, back to uh, some sense of uh, sanity. Um, Report came out this week from uh, Greg's favorite news source, Fox News. Um, St. Augustine. You familiar with that area, are you? Uh, I'm very familiar with that area. Heard of this place. The uh, Pirate Museum and Ghost Tours Yeah, uh, become very highly rated. Have you done either or? I've done the ghost tour. It is fun. And, And I didn't see a ghost, of course. But it was, it's really nice. It's such a historic place. And... Braden, my grandson, did the pirate thing. So, and very popular, both of them. No, wait a minute. Uh, the pirate tour is what exactly? Because there, there's no pirates up there now. Oh, yeah, we have pirates, real ones, too, because I've seen them in their outfits. And oh, like in St. Augustine, they Those were ghosts. Stores. You did the ghost tour. Those were ghost uh, pirates. I, well, that they have a pirate ship that you can go out and ride on, uh, which is odd that they don't make you wear life jackets, but that's a whole other point. Well, like real pirates don't wear life jackets. Which question? Which question was it about the sailors are uh, safety conscious? Exactly. There you go. Mm. So yeah, but my, my five year old grandson, you know, they didn't even tell him where the life jackets were, and they just you know kind of go off and do their little pirate thing. But it was fun. It was a nice trip. Um, yeah, the, Coast Guard, if you're listening, that's St. Augustine <laughs> Pirate Tours on yes. the water. Yeah, you might want to check those guys out. I'm not sure what they're doing, but a uh, <laughs> bunch of, bunch All right, of free, so free spirits. Why do you bring this up, though, Patrick? What's uh, wrong with the Pirate well, Ghost well, Tour? Nothing, because I, I figured Rusty had done one, if not both, and wanted to get some insight as to these are something worth doing if you're up in a St. Augustine. Because St. Augustine is a, is a great boating destination. Well, it, it is. It's the oldest city in the U.S., right? Something like that, right? It is. It is. Yeah. Yes. So they it, it, obviously have a lot of ghosts. It, it's, it's a great. The ghost tours are incredible. It's got a nice little city marina there that you can actually dock up. You can stay downtown St. Augustine. Incredible restaurants. It's beautiful. If you've never been there, I recommend it. And, and the ride on the intercoastal waterway, especially if you're coming from the Jacksonville area, you go past these multi-million dollar homes all the way up and down the intercoastal. And the water is pretty. You see dolphins. Right, whales. It's just, it's a good trip. So, highly recommend it. There you go. Now, Fort Matanza's even out there. That that's actually a little fort on the other end of St. Augustine, down there in the coastal. That um, a lot of people never know about or go to, but it's got a little beach you can kind of raft up on, and that's where a lot of people in St. Augustine go and hang out for the day. There you go. But now I got one. I'm going to shift gears. I got one for Barry. Okay. So, Barry, are you familiar with Black Point Marina boat ramp? Oh yeah. Uh, that made news this week 
uh, on uh, WLRN. Fights Uh-oh. with knives, yelling, collisions, drama at Black Point Boat Ramp draws dedicated audience. I heard oh, about the yeah, knife fight. Yeah, that's an amazingly busy marina. Uh, there's got to be a couple hundred parking spots for boats and trailers there. Yeah, so they pull out the knives, the pirates uh, <laughs> break out in a fight with the uh, live people because uh, they're ghost pirates or are they live people? Uh, we got to get more into this knife fight after the break. Okay, fair enough. That's coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Listen up. The ship is sinking. Okay? We're going down right now. Just wrap your heads around the reality of that. In five minutes, this ship is going to be at the bottom of the lake. And there aren't enough spaces on the lifeboat. Who are we going to save? Who's going to fix this ship? We'll get the ship we're in. Who's going to fix this ship? Who's going to fix this ship? This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. Buried a boater, even Captain Rusty with us, and uh, just getting ready for our Scuba Radio show, and Bubble Boy has popped in from uh, Scuba Radio. 
So he's going to hang over here for uh, World War. We, we picked up a, a stray or a, a refugee. I'm not sure. What I know. He came in with a scotch and soda. Sorry, Greg. I raided your liquor cabinet earlier. Yeah, well, that happens. All right. Uh, that and some hard tack. He's good to go. All right. What do we got to uh, wrap things up well, here Well, no. We, we want to get more into this knife fight. Oh, yeah. That's right. So uh, Bubble Boy is here to stab you to kind of you know do a World of Boating reenactment. You surprise, Greg. Yeah. All right, so what happened? They're down in Miami at this boat ramp. Yeah, apparently these, the, these, these people are now known as uh, these people who hang out at boat ramps, Yeah, which is, is an activity that I highly encourage, especially oh, yeah. towards the end of the day. But these people are now known uh, as ramp rats. Ramp rats? What is this, a gang? Oh, no, the no, ramp they, racks. They ramp hang rack. out. They bring their own chairs, umbrellas, drinks. They sit back and watch the show. Ah, and now they've called themselves Ramp Rats. They have more than a dozen on any given Sunday hanging out at the Black Point boat ramp. That sounds like a good time. Until a fight breaks out. Or, uh, or, or, or wait, were they involved or no? No, they're, they're just... They were they're just there to witness the mayhem, right? They're, they're just there That's to watch. Correct. All right, so when did the knife uh, fight? It's like uh, you know West Side Story, right there, a, a live uh, presentation or something at the boat ramp. Is that what happened? S- something has changed over the years where the politeness of boating has disappeared. Well, no, I don't and, think that was ever there. There was always uh, a lot of yelling going on at a boat ramp, especially... When, when was this? Over Labor Day weekend? No, this is that. every weekend. <laughs> right, but well, it's even worse on a holiday weekend. On holiday weekends, it's worse. Yes. So you had the uh, the boaters uh, uh, fighting amongst themselves. Well, somebody what, pulled out a knife? Yeah. Well, that's not good. But uh, what ha- what happens is all sense of decorum and, and, and civility... Uh, vanishes because you get people who maybe aren't as adept at using a boat ramp. You got people who are right. I understand very that part. skilled. But what happened here? Did somebody pull out and, and didn't give them a space and says, "You better let me take my boat back to this ramp or pull it out, or I'm going to stab you." I, I think it's just the general thing that happens there every weekend, either with what, like stabbings. Uh, they, this is Miami, you know. Well, I know. That's I'm, well, I'm trying to get to the bottom of this story. Tell me what the hell happened, Patrick. It says, yeah, fights with knives, comma, yelling, comma, collisions, drama at Black Point Boat Ramp draws dedicated audience. So I'm looking for the specific insta- instance, but um, I don't. I don't think the story was specifically about that. Is the fact that it's the ramps are just overcrowded. There's too many boaters, not enough ramps. Hmm. And yeah, also and, the ramp rats themselves and what they get to do. Well, and that for somebody who is uh, maybe not as skilled as other people, having people yell and jeer at you. I mean, the peanut gallery there yeah. certainly doesn't help. But this goes to, if you're using a boat ramp, to have a plan. And Barry is a, a, a stickler. When I said, you know, Barry could do performance art. Mm-hmm. Him getting his boat ready to go to the water, the, the after coming back home, because the trailer is good. It's been checked. It's been serviced. He's checked the battery. He's fired off the engine. He's made. He's got gas. He's got all his safety gear. Everything that could be in the boat is in the boat and secured properly. Makes his way to the ramp. Knows how to launch his boat even by himself and in such a manner 
that he doesn't get himself crossed up in a hurry to where you wind up jumping out of the car and you didn't put it in park or you didn't set the emergency brake or you didn't put, you know, all right. Barry, even listen. You Barry, better be like Barry no, or you're going to get stabbed. Let me, let me tell you something. <laughs> Bar- Barry goes a step beyond even what I do. And star- Barry has a set of chalks made that he can pull out from the driver's side of the car. So when he gets back in, he can pull the chalks. So he's taking the extra step of making sure that his car isn't going to wind up in the drink. Or he just wants to live. Well, know, I don't want to see that on YouTube. But yeah. but having a plan and and knowing that the boat ramp is not the place to find out that your battery's dead, that your engine won't start, that you didn't put the drain plug in, that and it is definitely not the place when you get in line and you start to back down the ramp that now we're going to unload the car and put everything in the boat. That's because, what I mean by being polite. Right. People don't have their boats set up. They go to the ramp. They block the ramp. They start loading in all their stuff. Five, eight minutes go by before they finally launch the boat. And then they don't even bother to move it further back so another boat can, you know, another trailer can come in. They sit right there at the ramp. And the reverse is true when they come out of the water and they decide that that's the place that they're going to unload the boat and put everything in the car. And we all really appreciate the guy with the jet ski who goes right in the middle of the ramp and won't let anybody else in. And it takes them an hour. Sorry about that. To get centered. If you're in Miami, uh, wear a Kevlar vest, I think, is the moral of this story. When you're uh, launching your boat like Patrick. Or you're that guy. And then enjoy the heckling from the from the rat. What? The rat? Ramp rats. Ramp rats. I want to be a member. All right. On that note, we'll end it till next time. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better, better as, as a, a boater. boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.